Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. Tonight, I'm going to answer a couple of listener questions, but I'm also going to start out with something that is very, very, you know, a common thing that a lot of people talk about. You know, a lot of guys think that women are, are, there's women out there that are looking for guys with money, or there's women out there that are are saying, well, you know, I want a guy that, you know, has everything together. He's got a lot of money. He has, you know, a good job. He has a house and this and that. Let me just explain something to you guys. All right. The way things are today in dating is very different than years ago. Okay. It's a totally, totally different ball game. And the reason I'm saying this is this, all right? Years ago, all right, when people dated, we didn't have social media, we didn't have all these options available, and it was a little bit more difficult, let's say, for the guys to, you know, date a woman, get sex, and I mean, they could always get sex, but I'm saying it's not as easy as it is today where it's like, People are, you know, sexting online. People are in everybody's inbox on Facebook, Instagram, you know, all the different social media apps. I mean, there's just so much abundance. Not necessarily that any of that means that you're going to have more, you know, more sex or more relationships. But the fact is, it's more accessible, all right? It's not like the old days where you had to really go out and work for it. You know, years ago when we used to go out, we used to live for our weekends. Me and my friends, we used to live for our Saturday nights at the club. The club was jamming back then, all right? When we used to go to the clubs in in Brooklyn and all over New York, it was like, you know, we lived for that and people went out to meet people in these places. It's totally different when you go out. Now, Now, I'm not saying that when people go out... They aren't meeting when they're out, but it's not the same, okay? When we used to go out, it would be like six people, six rows to get into the bar. That's how crowded these places were, okay? Because we didn't have all of this social media thing going on. In order to meet people, in order to date people, in order to, you know, people that had hookups, you had to go out there and meet face-to-face for this kind of thing, all right? So what I'm talking about is, you know, what people, you know, what they aspire for, they have to think about modern dating, and modern dating is totally different. So what I see a lot of, there's a lot of young girls out there that are looking to get married, and a lot of them are having a tough time. They're they're having a tough time because they're finding a lot of guys that don't want to be serious. They want to have fun. And why do they want to have fun? Because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of girls out there that are doing the friends with benefits, giving out the benefit for free. So that's why a lot of these guys are like, you know what? I don't need to rush and get into a relationship. I could wait till later on. I could wait till I'm 40 and settle down or whatever. I'm going to have my fun. I don't want to be tied down to somebody. You know what I mean? So a lot of them have that attitude. So now what you have is you have a lot of women, let's just say the 30-year-old girls, all right, that are like in their early 30s. They feel like their biological clock is ticking. 
what a lot of them do is they end up going out with much older men. Why do they go out with older men? Some go out with older men because they're looking for a guy that's really established. Maybe he's, you know, he's already got a house and everything like that. Uh, most of the time, these guys are divorced or have kids. So when you get involved with somebody like that, it's a package deal. It's a whole nother, whole nother thing, you guys. But a lot of them that are in their 30s, let's say their early 30s, they're settling for older men that have already been married and are divorced and have kids because they feel like these guys are making more of an effort to be in a relationship with them. And why are these guys making an effort? Because they feel like they're getting a young girl. They're getting a girl that's maybe 20 years younger than them. So that's why they're a little bit more committable than, let's say, a guy in his early 30s that feels like, you know what, I don't want to get locked down now, okay? So the the thing is this, though, you guys, when you're looking for somebody and you're saying to yourself, you know, uh, you know, I'm a professional woman and I have everything going for me and I want a guy who's a professional guy and he's got to have everything going and, you know, he's got to have this much money and everything like that. What you need to know is that, you know, a guy that's got a lot going for him and if he's got a lot of options, it's going to be twice as hard. It's not like years ago where his options were less because we didn't have social media. So you know what? Maybe an older guy that had money and he sees you as a younger woman that, you know, is a very attractive woman, he would have, you know, fought harder and wanted to be with you and wouldn't mind spending money on you, okay? But even sometimes the older guys, because they have, they're, they have, you know, they're able to contact girls that are 22 years old. You got a lot of older men that are, are like perverts, you guys, that are, are going, you know, and, and going after real young girls. And they have that, you know, they're able to do that because of the internet. That's why a lot of these young girls have to be very, very careful when they go online because some people are not who they claim to be, all right? You got a lot of predators online. You know, they show that all the time on MSNBC, you know, when they catch them with the 13-year-old girls. And and a lot of these guys that come in, they're the father, they're the guy next door, they're the teacher in the school, people that you would never think that are sexual predators that go after women that are as young as 13 years old. But the point I'm trying to, you know, the point I'm trying to make is this. As long as these these type of guys, you know, as long as these guys, now when we take guys that have something going for them, let's say a guy that's very successful and everything like that, if he's got a lot of options, then a lot of options he will have. So you should not be shooting for, oh, well, I want a rich guy with a big house with a Ferrari in the driveway, okay? Because if you're only, um, if the only thing you're bringing to the table is the fact that you are young and pretty, that is not enough. I'll tell you why that's not enough because there's plenty of women like that and they're so accessible online, okay? So you need to be realistic in your expectations of what you want when you're looking for a partner. You want a good 
person, okay? You don't look at the material things. I mean, of course you want somebody who's stable and who's got their act together and is somebody that you could build with. You know, they have that potential that you could build with them, all right? But to sit there and say, well, you know, I'm going to marry a rich man. I'm going to marry a rich man. Okay? Well, good luck to you, okay? Because it's not so easy. And a lot of these women, a lot of these models and stuff, or these very pretty women that you think have guys throwing themselves at them, okay? Yeah, they have guys throwing themselves at them, but throwing themselves at them for only sex. Believe me when I tell you, I have a lot of friends that that have a lot of followers and, you know, are, are big on Instagram and everything like that. They have like 500,000 followers of guys and everything like that. But 99% of those guys are just looking at them as a sex symbol, as just somebody that they want to get with, not that they want to have a relationship with them. And even if they tried to have relationships with some of the guys that hit up their inbox, which I know a few of them that have, most of the time, these guys are just looking for a good time because they see my friend as somebody sexy. You know, she's a sex symbol. So that's how they're looking at her. They're not looking at her like, oh, that's my future wife. And why are they doing that? Because, you know, they may start to, you know, pursue her and come on strong like they always come on strong in the beginning. But then what happens is because there's so much abundance of beautiful, sexy women everywhere all over the Internet, they go to the next and they hit up the next. And that's what a lot of these guys do, you guys. You know, like when you get these guys that ask you for dick pictures and everything like that. What they do is they test the women. They'll send that out to maybe 10 women and, you know, maybe eight of them will block the guy or say you're a pig or whatever else or curse him out or not say anything. And there will be two women that actually respond and are freaky about it. So they don't care about the women that block them or curse them out for sending them a dick picture. They only care about the two freaky ones that want to get down with them. So let me let me just sum up what I'm trying to say. My my point is this. As long as there's let's just say free easy pussy out there, all right? A lot of guys will not want to settle down. So the point is you want to look for somebody who is ready to settle down, all right? Somebody who wants the same things as you, who's ready. And even the biggest player in the world, and I believe me, I know a lot of players, okay? I got tons of them on, on my social media. That's why I know so much about the game and playing and everything like that. A lot of them are my friends. I would never date them because I know that they are not relationship material, but they're cool as a friend. But the point I'm trying to say is this. Here's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say, if, you go, if you're out there and you're dating and you're looking at a certain type of dude that's, you know, you're starting to talk to, if he's got a lot of options and he is not, you know, 
He's not taking all the steps to get to know you like I've outlined in my prior podcast. You know, I talk about it time and time again. They got to be consistent. Got to get on the phone. They got to ask you questions about you. They got to make an effort to see you on a regular basis. If they're not doing that and they have a lot of options, that is not somebody that you waste your time and put your effort into that person because they're not ready, okay? And dating today is totally different than it was years ago. Today, it's twice as hard because of all the options that are available. Believe me when I tell you, you guys, I dated back, you know, before the social media and I dated after the social media. I dated when social media is here. And it's, it's like I came out of a time warp when I started dating again. I was like, I'm like, what is this nonsense? You know what I mean? So the, the thing is this. The thing is this, you want to be focused when you're looking for somebody and make sure, make sure that this person is on the same page as you and that they make an effort in everything that I told you about when you're trying to get to know somebody, okay? Now, I'm going to, you know, answer a couple of listener questions as well. So I'm going to get right into it. Okay, so the first question I got is this. This woman writes in and she writes, every night I fall asleep before my husband. He's a late bird. Well, I usually have to be in bed by 10. Otherwise, I turn into a zombie. Then she writes, anyway, sometimes I will wake up and be half awake and I will briefly open my eyes and accidentally see my husband's erect penis. My guess, he's about to masturbate, which always leaves me with a dilemma. What should I do? When it happens, should I leave him be or should I inform him that I'm awake enough for sex? I always leave him alone because I don't want to take it away from him. I don't know if he's in a fantasy that I would just ruin or what. Usually he's watching porn on his phone and so I don't want to be rude and interrupt him. I also understand that sometimes masturbating for a guy is easier than sex. So I don't want to make it harder on him either. Okay, she wants to know what she, what she should do, all right? She's waking up next to her husband in bed. He's got an erect penis. He usually, you know, gets off at night with the porn and everything like that. What should she do? She should grab his penis and start stroking it. That's what she should do, okay? Because I'm sure he'd rather have that than be watching porn if he's into his wife, Because who doesn't want the real thing instead of watching porn? She's worried that she's going to ruin his fantasy. But most men, most men would find that the biggest turn on when a woman takes the initiative and does something like that. So she should make an effort to show that she's sexual. Guys love it when women are sexual. They love it when women are into the sex and they're making an effort and everything like that. So she could just, you know, start stroking his penis and looking him in the eye and smiling. And I I guarantee after that, it's going to go down. It's going to go down big. Okay. So, you know, sometimes you got to do crazy different things in the bed to spice it up. You know, people love spontaneity. They love it. Okay. That's what keeps a relationship on fire. When you catch somebody off guard and you do something really sexual, 
They, because what you say to them is, I'm into you, baby. I really want it and I want it good and I want it with you, okay? You're turning me on. By her looking at him and seeing that erect penis and her giving him that 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 smile and grabbing his penis and starting to stroke it, trust me, you know, if, if he doesn't like that better than porn, then he is not into his wife, okay? So that's how she should go about that. I'm sure he'd rather have her stroking his dick than than have uh be watching some porn every night okay i'm going on to the next question you guys all right this woman writes in and she goes so my husband has been making small remarks about how he recently realized my ass isn't much of an ass it's more flat he says it doesn't matter but i want to fix it and i know there are some exercises you can do to help that But I was curious, what's the best exercise that you could do to get a more round ass? Also, what are some exercises to help ride dick better? Okay, here's the first thing. And and the other thing she writes is that, you know, she's kind of a bigger type of woman. All right. Here's the first thing. I like the way, you know, her husband says to her, he just realized her ass is flat. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you just realized her ass is flat. That is a passive aggressive type of hint of him trying to say to her, you know, I wish you had a rounder ass. Maybe he's on social media and he's seeing all these, you know, hot chicks with round asses all over the internet. Okay. And he's saying to himself, you know, uh, let me give my, my wife a little subtle hint, you know, to start doing some exercises to get that round ass. First of all, you do what is going to make you feel good. But if you want to, if you want to please your husband and it's also going to make you feel good to look good, all right, one of the things like most people would say, if you want to round your ass, you do squats, any kind of exercises, you know, you could do the fire hydrant, leg lifts or anything like that. There's a ton of videos, you guys, on YouTube. There's buns of steel. There's so many videos that you could do if you want to, you know, get your ass going. I don't know if you can get to a gym. You could also do the Stairmaster is great. I used to do all these things when I used to go to the gym. I'm telling you, all the women were in there doing the exercises on the equipment because they all knew a lot of guys love a great ass, all right? But like I said, you do it for you, not that you feel pressured that you have to do it. The other thing is she wants to know what she should do, you know, how to ride dick better, okay? Here's the thing with riding dick. First of all, if you're going to ride dick, if you want to ride dick better, you, you want to try to strengthen your legs, right? So you want to do exercises that are going to strengthen your legs. Like I had a girl come to me one time and she said to me, her boyfriend said to her, oh, it was so nice that she was able to ride him because his past girlfriends, a lot of them were like BBW type of women and they couldn't get up there and they couldn't, you know, they couldn't jump on top and ride and everything like that. And because she was the type of chick that, you know, worked out and was healthy and everything like that, like she really knew how to ride him. She knew how to have sex with him like a stripper. So I'm not telling you, you need to be a stripper or have a stripper's body, 
But if you want to ride good dick, you want to strengthen your leg muscles, right? Because you're squatting down on his penis and you, you know, you're going up and down and, you know, you're going to feel it in your legs. So a good thing to do is to stretch out, you know, do stretches every day. Stretches are great, you guys, you know, lunges, you know, straddles, do little straddles to strengthen your legs and everything like that. And, you know, build up those leg muscles. That's what you need to do. You need to build up those leg muscles. Once you have the strength in in your legs, you're going to be able to go up and down and ride them good. Okay. So that's what I recommend for her to do. Okay. The next question I got was this. When is the right time to tell someone that you love them or should he tell you first? Okay. Now people are going to have different kinds of views on this. I'm an old school type of chick. All right. So I really feel like the man should make the effort and say, you know, he loves you first. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reason I say that is because it's usually the man that proposes to the woman and everything like that. And I know other people, you know, have different ideas how they want to do it and everybody's entitled to their own preference okay you know if you're a woman and you want to propose or whatever that's your preference but when you're in a relationship you know it it, a lot of times like I talk about relationships are about power so when whoever says I love you first is the one that is you know opening up and being vulnerable first so the thing is It's always better when the other person opens up first and you know where you stand with that other person. You don't want to say you love somebody and that person is not, you know, 100% in on it as well as you. Now, I would not, I would leave it up to the guy to say, I love you first. But the thing is this, you got to know how much time you've put into that relationship. If somebody tells you they love you within the first month or even two months, I would not take somebody like that seriously because love takes time. You know, it takes time to know somebody and you can't love somebody, you know, the first week, the first month when you don't know anything about them. How can you love somebody that you don't know anything about them? You can't, you can't, all right? But then again, You know, if you've been going out with somebody, you know, six months, a year, let's say it's a year and that person hasn't told you that they love you and you guys are in a committed relationship, that is a red flag. That is a red flag. That could be that they're really, you know, not all into you or, you know, uh, they're not looking for anything serious. But the other thing too is, when you have somebody that tells you it in the beginning, you have to watch out for the love bombers and the players that tell you that, you guys, within the first three months or so. First three months. Because those are the people that are usually full of shit. Now, I'm not saying it couldn't happen where people do meet and they hit it off. And some people, you know, in rare instances that happens and then people get married and everything like that. But true love is something that has grown over time. 
You know, you've seen that person happy. You've seen that person sad. You've seen what makes that person tick. And yet, you know what? You're still there. And why are you still there? Because you've grown a love for that person. It's not just, I love, you know, uh, fucking them in the bed. All right. I love everything about that person. I love that person because I could sit on the couch with them and watch a movie and be happy. Even if we don't have sex together. All right. I love that person because I'm willing to sacrifice for that person. So it, it really depends on how long you've been with the person. I would say, you know, if you're, if you're in a good relationship and things are going well, somebody should, the man should be the one to say to you within, you know, six months to a year that he loves you. Okay. But you know, you got to look at everything else because it's not just about somebody telling you they love you. Anybody could say they love you. It's got to mean something. You guys, it's got to mean something. It's not about somebody telling you they love you. It, you, you see that somebody loves you by the actions they, they make, by the sacrifices they make, the sacrifices to make you happy. When somebody sacrifices and goes out of their way to make you happy, that is love. That is somebody that loves you. When somebody is there and has your back, when you have a problem, that is love. You don't necessarily have to hear the words, okay? Because not everybody is that vocal or that, you know, passionate or that emotional. Yes, it's always nice, you know, when people are able to communicate their feelings, but look at how they treat you. That will tell you if that person really loves you. They make you a priority and they've been with you and they're growing with you and they're progressing with you. Okay. Okay. Now for the next question, this is a good one, you guys. What's a good way to help a woman suck dick? All right. She doesn't like, and I do, unfortunately, I miss it a lot. She sucks once in a while when she's in the mood. Please help. I want her to know I will let her control the dick sucking so she can stop whenever she's not feeling it. Any advice? All right, here's the thing. You got a woman there that's not into sucking dick, all right? Um, I will tell you that we've had groups. I've had groups and I still have a, a group that I've had, you know, for a long time through Facebook. It's a, it's not an advice group. It's just a regular group. You know, it's a sexual group, whatever. And a lot of these guys, one of the questions that we put in the group was, would you stay with a woman that was, didn't want to suck dick? All right. And 99 0.9% of the guys said out there, if she doesn't suck dick, she is history, okay? So here's the point, you guys. Most men like dick sucked. So, you know, you got a girl that's not really into sucking dick and you want to get her interested. You need to communicate. Communication is everything when you're dealing with your partner, all right? He needs to communicate with her and let her know that it's important to him, all right? I'm sure she likes getting pleased. He likes getting pleased too, okay? So the thing is, you know, if she's a, a woman that, you know, wants to satisfy her man and keep her man happy, she's going to want to please him, you know, in the bedroom, now, I'm not telling you to do something that you really don't want to do. If you really don't want to do it and that's important to your partner, then, you know, 
you have to see how important it is to your partner because your par- partner deserves to be satisfied as well. And you may not be compatible, but what you need to do is you need to make her feel comfortable. You need to make her feel comfortable and, you know, you have to see why she has a problem with it. And you have to, you have to let her know that, you know what, she doesn't have to go down, you know, on, on your penis, like, you know, she's working the strip club, you know, you just want a little bit of pleasure. You know, you have to ease into things. You, you don't, you don't, she might be afraid she's going to be gagging or something like that. And, or maybe she doesn't have a lot of experience. So you want to explain to her, you know what, you do it a little bit, just try it a little bit. You, You get her comfortable with it. You get her comfortable with it, you know, and if she's an open person and she's willing to, to try, you do a little bit, a little bit until you get into it more and more and more. And then she may enjoy it. Now there's two ways this thing could go. She could either get used to it and she becomes more comfortable where, you know, it, it becomes a regular thing and she becomes like a, a pro at it, all right? Or she may just be somebody that's, you know, not into doing that and, you know, she's not that passionate a type of a chick that wants to really go down and, and get freaky with you. So know who your partner is. These are things that you should have known before you got serious with this girl, all right? So... You know, if you're not in a committed, you know, if you're not married or something like that, that's one thing. You know, you want to think about these things if you want to get serious with, you know, I always talk about the other aspects of relationships, right? I talk about somebody's character. They got to have good character. You know, they got to have a, a good, a nice enough family. They, they've got to be stable. They can't be abusive. They can't be toxic. But the other thing is the sexual aspect of it, okay? Because sex is important, Sex is important. It's not everything in a relationship, but it is important. So you want to make sure that you're not going to feel like there's something lacking there. So the best way to do it is to communicate with her and and be very, very nice about it. Be very nice about it. And if she's a nice person, she should be receptive to trying. Okay. Now, if she's just adamant, like, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You get some people in this world that just are closed minded and won't do, they only want to do what they want to do. Okay. Then you just have to accept that and just say to yourself, could you live without that? Could you live without that? But the first thing you need to do is you most definitely need to try to communicate with her. Okay. I got this other question where this this girl writes in and she says i get really upset knowing my boyfriend's past sexual partners it bothers me tremendously for some reason first of all your boyfriend's past sexual partners are his past his past okay you should not care about his past sexual partners unless it's having an impact on the relationship now, unless he's talking about those past partners, unless he's c- comparing you to his past partners, unless he's calling out their name at, when you guys are having sex, then you have to worry, okay? But in a, in a situation like that, no, okay? You need to let it go. Let it go. Everybody's got a past, okay? It's, it's you know, all right, so you know his past partners, all right? You have to say to yourself, that was his past. I didn't know him then. Everybody has a past. I have a past. 
And I'm not going to, you know, that I'm not going to let that affect me because he's not bringing them up. As long as he's not bringing them up and mentioning their names or comparing them to you, you need to let it go. Okay. Okay, you guys, I got to add one more because this is a good one. This is a good one. All right. This girl, she writes in, all right, and she says she just found out through a mutual friend that her boyfriend of six months smashed his next door neighbor before she and him got together. And the neighbor still clearly has a thing for him. She says, I know it happened before we got together and you can't change the past. It is what it is, but it just makes me uncomfortable. Her living right next door, knowing what I know now. I really don't know what to do to make myself feel better about it. My boyfriend has given me no reasons yet to not trust him, but I'm just, I'm still just not thrilled about the situation. All right. Well, I wouldn't be thrilled about that either. I don't think anybody else would be thrilled about that. How would you like some girl that's living next door to you that, you know, had sex with your man or your woman, it could be reversed, or your partner, and that person still has a thing for them? That is a red flag. Ding, 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 ding. All right? Now, a lot of people will sit there and they'll say, yeah, but she trusts him. He hasn't given her any reason not to trust him. Well, there is one thing here that I see that is, you know, a little bit shady. He never told her that he had sex with the neighbor. She had to find out through a mutual friend. So he's not being 100% transparent with her, all right? Maybe he doesn't want to, you know, worry her or whatever. But, you know, people find out things. That's why it's better to be honest with someone. Get it out on the table because it'll come out through a neighbor, through somebody saying something, through that person being flirtatious. First of all, that you got to be really careful, all right? You got somebody that is sitting there and thirsty for your man, all right? So the thing is, what you need to do is you need to stay woke. You need to keep an eye out and make sure that this girl knows that he is in a relationship and that she does she should not, you know, step over any boundaries. Now, it's not your place to do it. It's your man's place to do it. He's the one. That's who you need to watch. You need to watch how he is when he's around her. Does he seem like he's nervous? Does he seem like, you know, he's uneasy or whatever? He's uncomfortable about it. Because here's the thing. If he's really in it with you, all right, and he's comfortable with you, he should have no problem, you know, giving this girl, you know, body language or whatever if he runs into her and letting her know that, you know what, he's with you, okay? And you'll be able to tell that. You'll be able to tell in his, you know, how he is when he's around her and everything like that. So, you know, you have to just keep your eyes open. That's that's a that's that's a big, you know, worry, you know, because so, sometimes even the most faithful people, even the most faithful people in the wrong moment or something like that, something could go down. You could be at work and he could be home and the other one could knock on the door or something like that and show up in, you know, a negligee or something like that. And people will say, well, you know, he should know to tell her to get lost. Yes, he should know to tell her to get lost. But what I am telling you is that sometimes there's people out there that are very weak when they have temptation knocking on their door. So, you know, you, you don't want any kind of 
temptation around, you know, you might want to move to another spot if you could to avoid any kind of thing like that. But you've only been together six months. It's not like you've been together that long. You just have to keep your eyes open and see, you know, what goes down and everything and, and see make it clear to that other girl that he is in a relationship and if she oversteps her boundaries it's up to your man to let her know that you know what that is unacceptable I'm with somebody now okay so I hope that helps you guys and if you like the podcast please hit the subscribe button and please share it and have a great day Audible is offering listeners a 30-day trial. Doesn't cost you anything. It's free 30-day trial. You get to select any book that you want on there and listen to it. They have books on there about breadcrumbing, love bombing, why did they lose interest, dating, relationship, any kind of book you're interested in and want to learn about, okay? You could listen to it in your car or if you're on the bus or the train. So go to my podcast description for the link at tinyurl.com backslash askyaznow and start your free trial. Are you having a problem in your dating or relationship life and you need a question answered? Well, go to my website The link is in the podcast description and you'll see how you can ask Yaz a question and get it answered confidentially. So go to the podcast description and look for the link where it talks about how Yaz will answer your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power. And, and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we, we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay. And have a great day.